You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, let it go. Morning and welcome. It's Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Dave Redinger, and uh, of course, Alan Gelman is with me. Uh, he's in the studio. I'm in my studio up north, and uh, Steve is at his studio. It's just amazing the technology that's involved getting this show to put together. It sounds seamless, but it's really uh, absolutely amazing the technology. Studio, so, studio. What do you mean, studio? You're in a lazy boy chair in your gotchies, for Jesus' sake, there. Uh, I'm working hard up here at the studio. <laughs> In between fishing. <laughs> Actually, I feel sorry for the fish, you know, because we don't eat them anyways. We throw them right back. But that bottom line is it's a lot of fun. Anyways, bottom line here is we've got some amazing uh, um, guests today. And we have to announce today that the winner of the Triangle Tire Contest. So uh, I would be standing by your phone and maybe um, you'll get a call during the next hour and we can tell you that you're the winner. Um, it's an interesting uh, contest, and it's part of our summer of giveaways. Uh, and we have a second contest actually starting today, and that is from the CAA. Tell me, it's CAA Plus membership. So that's a better membership, right, Ellen? Exactly. Uh, no, with the normal membership, if your car breaks down, you only get about 10-kilometer tow, and then you'd have to pay the difference. But now you can get towed all the way from Barrie back to Toronto, um, 200 kilometers if something happens to you. So, Dave, you don't have to worry. You could drive any clunker out to your cottage, and if it breaks <laughs> down, no problemo. We come and get I, you. You know, the truth is I bought it because I bought that old Ferrari and I figured I could go at least 250 Ks and <laughs> get home. Well, you got to do like Giuseppe, you know, park it in the garage out there. And every Sunday morning I go out, I, you know, I, I polish the hood, I polish the chrome, I check the tires, you know, and maybe once in a while I take out of the spark plug, too. All right. On the show today, we've got OPP Sergeant Carrie Schmidt who's going to yeah. be talking about the new old rules and regs, especially if you are traveling up to your cottage. We've got Stafford Wong from uh, Mr. T. A pity that fool. Uh, what's ta- Stafford going to talk about? Stafford's going to talk about as transmissions that are unserviceable and good for life. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm thinking about <laughs> Just, something, but I've got to keep my mouth shut. We're getting in big trouble. I know something else that's unserviceable. All right, and David Tate, of course, from Elegant Motoring will be on the show as well. That's right, and we're going to be announcing the uh, the winner of the Triangle Tire Contest today. Mm-hmm. So during the show, we're going to be calling somebody here in Southern Ontario and um, sit, tell them that they're their winner, and that would be nice, and see if we can't coax them on the air. And also, I want to announce like the new contest. So we're going to be doing email blast, and we want you to enter the new contest, which is from CAA. It's a CAA Plus membership, worth at least a couple hundred bucks, I think. I think it's worth a few dollars. Sure. All righty, so we're good. That's it. 
So stick yep, around. We're going to have information to teach you how to keep the bugs off the front of your car and the heat off your tail, if you know what I mean. There you go. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Dave and myself will be back talking about keys and fobs and batteries and all kinds yeah, of important stuff yeah. right after this break. Stick around. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman, and up at the lake is uh, Dave Redinger, working like a son of a gun, working so hard, he says. Well, He's, I uh, am. I am. Breaking a sweat only because your air conditioner's not working, not because you're working no, no, hard, no, no, you know? I'm, we bought this, I should explain that we bought this house, which was 200 years old when we bought it, and we're in the process of restoring the house. So every day I spend three, four hours fixing, doing, redesigning, blah, 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 and the money just goes like water. <laughs> it just disappears. So I was going to tell you a story. I have a new Toyota. I bought it uh, last year, and I didn't drive it over the winter. So I left it in my uh, storage facility, and I left the key fob in the car. Why? And apparently you're not supposed to do that, because what it does is that the car goes on standby, and you actually can kill the battery that's in the car, like the main big battery. Mm -hmm. But what happened was when spring came, uh, the key fob was dead. It just didn't have any life. And you can't start that car without the key fob. All right? And most cars that uh, they're around nowadays, if the key fob doesn't work, the car don't work. Obviously, so you haven't read the owner's manual. I must tell no. you. I have to it's stop It's 300 you. pages. Uh, well, I know. You could YouTube it. But, you know, here's the you're, – but, but you're right. You know, you'd think that the key fob would make things easier. But in a lot of cases, people get totally confused about the whole thing. And, yeah. in fact, like on some cars, for example, when the battery goes low in your key fob, it will tell you on the dashboard. Now, it's not talking about your car's battery. It's talking about the fob battery. Um, on most Nissans and Infinities, it looks like a little, uh, like a gas pump kind of thing, and it'll say your oh, bat yeah. battery is low. And it, it gives you so long before you have to go ahead and, and get it changed. However, however, the manufacturer is not that dumb. And he said, you know, there's some people who are going to disregard this. Or, like you say, if you get in the car and it doesn't even light up, how do you even know what's going mm -hmm. on? Uh, you may have an idea because when you hit the unlock button, for example, your doors don't open or close. Um, but that could be either one because this is what I've run into as well, where someone took a cab to go to the tire store to put a, a battery in their key fob, went back home, and, of course, the doors still didn't open up because it wasn't the key fob battery. It, it was, was the, the car battery. battery. Um, so a lot of manufacturers have made ways to get around this. So, for example, um, a lot of them, if you look at the key fob, there's a little button you can press, and you can actually withdraw or pull out a key, a real solid brass or metal key that you can take off, and there's a place to input it on the steering column so that you can start your car the old-fashioned way. Um, other ones will tell you to take the key fob and hold it close to the push button, and it can energize it there. So you're not stuck exactly, Dave. Yeah, well, what I found out was they're recommending in, in my car that you push the start button with the key fob. And go. the key fob will self-energize enough that the car will start. So if you don't know that information, uh, you're in deep doo-doo. I mean, the bottom line is you're stuck and you're going to have to call a tow truck. That's right. In fact, uh, there's another one, I think, where there's a little slot underneath the dashboard on the left where you actually take the whole fob and stick it right in the slot. Yeah. And, and, and that'll help. So, you know, so the, it, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so RTFM. 
Exactly. Read the manual, and if not, uh, Google it. Just, just, just say how to start my uh, 2021 Toyota when the battery's dead, and 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 it'll, it, someone will come up and say, "Hi, my name is Roy, and I'm calling you from Roy's Toyota, and uh, I'm going to show you what to do when your car goes dead." It's it's that they're quite good. You know, the reality is these cars are so complicated that if you know, it's it's just a car. The truth is, why does it have to be so complicated? I was watching the the way the engine was built on our on the Supra. It has things on it that I've never even heard of, and the reality is, it's not really necessary. For the last hundred years, we were doing it this way. Why are we doing it that way? And it's it's just I think it's to drive the car back to the dealership and to to knock out the independence. Well, actually, that's what uh, Stafford's going to be talking about a little later on in the show for Mister Transmission. How some vehicles. Yeah. You know, they tell you to not even service them or not even service particular parts there. Um, and, and, you know, there's a different take on it. Some people agree. Some people disagree. Uh, you and I have always been in the service business, and we always felt that, the, you know, the more care you take of a car, the better it's going to last and the more yep. it's going to be worth, right? Yeah. And let's talk about, you know, when they shut off at the traffic lights. Okay. So now they're finding out that hundred to 150,000 kilometers, people are starting to get starter problems because these starters are going off and on 50 times a day when they normally would go off and on three or four times a day. Well, there's a lot of people don't like it. And then, because uh, I remember the first time I was in a car and it did it, I thought it stalled. So <laughs> I, was mm. like, I was taken aback. I said, what's wrong with this damn car? It's already stopped. The engine's quit. Um, so, yeah, you should find out about that. And, and But the main reason they did that to manufacturers was to save fuel economy. You know, mm-hmm. give them or save fuel mile. What did I say? Save the burning of gasoline. There you go. Um, and and how does it? But you think in the end it, it's more costly? Is that right? I'm scared when I'm in an intersection and the thing shuts off and the light is turning yellow and the motor's off. I mean, I'm just not comfortable. So what I've done on mine, I figured out that if you're servicing a Cadillac, the hood's open. The engine's got to stay running. So I disconnected the hood switch, and the thing runs normally. It just idles on it when it comes to a stop sign, and it, it runs normally. I have an orange light on the dash that tells me I have a code, but I've been running like that for four years, and so I don't have an issue. Uh, so you just put on the piece of electrical tape over the light, and you don't have to look at it. But some manufacturers, exactly. that's, you know, getting back to the reading the manual, some manufacturers do have a way that you can set that, shut that off if you like. So yep. read the manual. Sit down. The next Arr. time you're sitting on the throne, you know, take the book yep. with you and spend some time. All right, hey, after RTFM. the break. Exactly. RTFM. <laughs> and don't squeeze the Charmin. Uh, <laughs> after the break, we're going to be talking to OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, and he's going to tell us about the new rules and regulations that will save you money, especially if you drive like, well, you know what I mean. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman, and with us is David Redinger on the other line up at the cottage. You know, Dave, when we were younger, we used to do some pretty crazy things in cars, but I don't know that we ever, you know, got our friends together and, and, and locked down an entire intersection and have people stand around, and somebody would just buzz, do donuts in the middle of it. Did you ever do that, Dave? Never. I've Never. seen it, but you do no. see it on TV now. Actually, I used to go to Mossport and race cars. Uh, we started the Honda Michelin Series back in the 70s, ran for 25 years, the longest-running single-car series in the world. That's great. So but- that was what I used to do. I used to race cars. I used to bang them up. I used to roll them. And then my wife would check the car for damage when I got home. <laughs> 
So, All right. Well, we got people who don't feel like driving to the track. They feel like doing it on the streets and our highways, and we've got Kerry Schmidt on the phone. Kerry, how are you? Hey, very good. How are you doing this morning? We're doing fine. We're reminiscing about... Well, we 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 drove a little silly, but but people oh, are now. I don't know. But I think your memory may be a bit clouded there. I'm not sure. <laughs> there may be more that you're letting on because I wonder how many times you may have uh, left a little bit of rubber on that uh, stop line at the red light, or I I just I'm not quite sure if I'm believing everything I'm hearing here. Well, but there are people out there that driving cars that are like my. I drove a Beetle, which was only 45 horsepower on a good day, <laughs> but but now you're talking about people. Who who are driving cars with hundreds and hundreds of horsepower, yeah. and they're tearing up the streets and highways. What's What are you guys doing about this? Well, you know what? Stunt driving, street racing, I'll tell you, we have been to so many wrecks, uh, twisted metal, uh, dead victims, wow. dead bystanders, and, and uninvolved uh, uh passengers and, and other vehicles because of aggressive driving. Just look at some of these times when a car has ripped through a city street, through an intersection, and wiped out a family. You know, and you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you can think of several situations right now. Stunt driving is a huge issue for us, and uh, the law just changed as of July 1st. So up until then, uh, there was an automatic seven-day vehicle impound. Well, that just doubled, and it's now a 14-day vehicle impound, an automatic seven-day license suspension, and of course, upon conviction, all kinds of other penalties, including fines up to 10 grand and uh, additional license suspensions as well. So, it's it's not worth it. Like, if you want to go to the racetrack and go rip your car and see what it's made of and show how good of a driver you are, go go race people that actually have skills. You know, everyone thinks they have skills at a red light, you know, when they're racing some guy in a little minivan. Like, okay, buddy, you're not that good of a driver if, you, if, you, if that's what gets you off. So, um, you know, when we see these kinds of driving, and even in the cities, if you're going 40 over on any uh, low speed limit, under 80, uh, you're, you could be charged with stunt driving as well. Automatic impounds, suspensions, and, and the like. Well, what I've seen actually, what's really scary, um, is that because the city is opening up to outdoor outdoor dining, we've got all kinds of restaurants now that are using the parking lane or the sure. curb lane, and putting you know putting chairs there and and, and yep. seating people. Um, yep. Now there are signs that 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 warn you, but but if if you hadn't been on that street in a long time and you're going, oh, it's always four lanes up here. Well, yep. now it's not, and you well, could take out a whole row of of, of diners. Well, if the only thing that's protecting you between you and some crazy nut in a 1,000-horsepower vehicle is a couple of flower pots, you know, that's a pretty scary situation. And, uh, and the drivers on those roads need to understand, like, hey, we all, hey, I love looking at cars, I love seeing cars, but when some car is going beside me and their engine is revving at whatever red line it is and it's snarling and popping and making all these weird sounds that people think are, is cool, Ah, it really is annoying, and I hear it from my bedroom window at 2 in the morning. I can hear the highway, and I can hear these motorcycles and cars winding up to some ridiculous speed, and I'm just waiting one day. I'm going to hear that, that rev all of a sudden stop abruptly, and you're going to hear some twisting, crushing metal, and, and that's when our phones and radio calls are going to go off, and we're going to be responding to a wreck. Oh, where, oh, where has my baby be? The Lord took <laughs> hey. her away from me. I'm oh, thinking, no. oh, I'm no, thinking of that song, you know, the twisted Damn. metal, the busting glass. Ow! Yeah, 
A couple of things is that, um, you know, what the doctors call those guys on the motorcycle organ donors. <laughs> well, and sometimes they're not even worth that because they are so messed up. Uh, there is so much trauma. A body that gets ejected from a motorcycle, you know, it's great to wear those leathers. Uh, that's going to keep you uh, in one piece, but boy, oh boy, your body just cannot handle that kind of impact when you come off a machine at those kinds of speeds. All right, Kerry, thanks for joining us. we got to run. Have yourself right. a great weekend and keep up doing the good work that you do. All right. Love you guys. All right. Take okay. care. All right. And by the way, just a reminder, Al, we should remind folks to stay by their phones because they may be getting a call from us as a winner of you know, the uh, Triangle Tire Contest. Dave, you know, the phone's not attached to the wall anymore, eh? No. <laughs> <laughs> got to run. This is Dave's well, Corner Garage right. right after the break. David Tate from Elegant Mortaring. We'll be right back. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman, and with us is Dave Reniger, who's itching to get back on the line. I know uh, he's, I thought he fell asleep because he was in the easy chair. But uh, we have with us uh, David Tate from Elegant Motoring. You know, before the break, we're talking about OPP, Sergeant, you know, about new rules and regulations and how to keep the cops off your butt. But um, (laughs) David Tate's going to talk about how to keep the bugs off the front of your car. Dave? Hey, guys, how are you? Good, how are you? Fantastic. Yeah, the, the, I find uh, this year, since nobody can travel really uh, outside of the country, everybody tends to be doing road trips, uh, same as myself. And uh, heading up to cottage country, you're, you're just getting pummeled by the uh, by the bugs and stuff sticking on the car and etching into the paint and so on. So uh, we highly suggest doing ceramic coatings. Uh, if you're doing the uh, if you're doing the drive as well, you'll get rock chips and so on and so on, destroying your paint and stuff. Um, we definitely suggest doing the uh, paint protection film as well. Um, what about you guys? Are you guys going away? Have you have you uh, thought about doing this to your cars? Dave, you know what? Uh, first off, we should t- tell you that the ceramic coating actually repairs itself if it gets damaged, correct? That is correct, yeah. If you get light scratches and stuff, it'll actually uh, melt back together. It's, it's, it's magical. So we were talking this morning when we, when we were doing the green room, um, the car washes. Car washes actually damage the paint. Absolutely, yeah. So... When you go through um, most of your micromarring and swirl marks that people complain about on their black cars, typically, or dark-colored cars, it's all caused by uh, by washing. And one of the worst, um, I guess you could say, uh, <laughs> perpetrators of that is, is actually going through a soft cloth car wash. But even that said, people think that they're doing themselves a favor by going through a, uh, a touchless. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, even a touchless these days is, is actually damaging your paint because of the high pH chemicals and stuff that are in it. As well, they, they recycle the water. Um, so any of the water that uh, that gets washed off all the previous cars that were going through there with the dirt, it goes through what's called cascade filters. So any sediment that's still floating in the water just gets blasted back onto your car. So in the winter, when you have uh, salt in that chemical, uh, I guess the water now becomes salty water. So you're actually washing your car with salt water? Essentially, it, that, that's exactly what's happening, and all the oil and grime and, and sand and grit and stuff just getting blasted. You'll see guys that go through uh, touchless all the time. Their paint is actually dull. Uh-huh. It has like a, a, a milky. This is caused by the UV, but it's also caused by the constant um, bombardment, almost like a, a sand blasting, 
Um, the only coating that can actually, or the only thing that can actually protect your paint from, from this type of damage uh, is actually ceramic coatings or, or paint protection film. And what you'll find is that, you know, people think, oh, well, I'll wax my car. It'll be protected. You know, I'll just go through the touchless so it doesn't damage the car. Well, actually, the touchless actually strips off all of that wax once or twice through the car wash, and you, your paint is back down to raw. How do you know what the, how do you know what the finish is like? I mean, you know, you've gone through a couple of car washes. Would that be enough? And and the, my next question would be, you know, in a lot of uh, municipalities, you're not supposed to be washing your car in the driveway anymore. What do people yeah. do? How, how do they handle it? So it, basically, you can go through through to a, uh, a car wash like us. We do a uh, at Elegant Motoring. We do a, a two bucket method where we're washing the car um, using two buckets to prevent or, or mitigate any potential scratches and stuff. And we have all the proper environmental stuff to uh, uh, put the water in the right place, basically. Um, and we use fresh water to, to do so. Our water is actually filtered. It's, it's just as good as uh, soft water in your in your house. Um, but with regards to the environmental issues, uh, washing in your driveway, you, these days a lot of it has to do with uh, uh, phosphorus soaps and so on that people use to, to do that. Um, but these days you can actually use environmentally friendly soaps and so on uh, to, to wash your car. And we strongly recommend, like when customers come in and they get a coating from us at Elegant Motoring, um, we actually walk them through the proper ways to, to wash their car. You know, it sounds kind of um, basic, but it's, you know, top down, front to back. Uh, never wash up and down on the side of your car, which you drive by in the neighborhood and you see everybody dragging their, their wash mitt from the bottom of their car up to the window and back down and stuff. They're just dragging the dirt up and scratching the car. And that's where these swirls and scratches come from. Mm. Are you still allowed to wash your car in the driveway? Um, you are. like it, it, it just depends on where you're located um, uh-huh. and how you go about it. Like I've seen uh, in California, they've actually implemented bylaws and stuff. You have to put like a almost like a kid's pool underneath your car to catch everything, all the waste, and so that you can direct it into the sewer properly. Fascinating. So that was the question. You, I mean, you're just not always doing Lamborghinis. You, what, you, you used to do Toyotas. And tell us about the car population that you service. So we actually service everything. Um, I'm actually at the shop now, and as I walk into the back to give you an example of some of the cars that we have here, uh, we have an SF90, which is on the very high end in the Ferrari lineup, um, but we also have Dodge Ram pickups. We have an Audi uh, SUV. Um, we have a couple of Teslas here. Uh, we do have a RAV4, a Toyota RAV4. So we get the whole range, basically everything from, you know, Forty, fifty thousand dollars up to uh, like the SF ninety, the six, seven hundred thousand dollar range. I like that. I like when when the when Abrams Towing told us they they towed a car for a million and a half. <laughs> and I'm going, isn't that expensive? <laughs> it's uh, it, it it's amazing on your tax bracket. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. So, and, and what in a price point? What are we looking at it for for getting a ceramic coating? Uh, we offer coatings um, and paint protection packages anywhere from, you know, basically the $600 range uh, up to a full-body paint protection film and coating, which will be in the six dollars $7,000 range. Most people end up in the 1000 to $2,000 range, and we provide, we know there's a bit of an inconvenience. Um, we're probably the only shop in Toronto here at Elegant Motoring. We actually provide courtesy cars while we do the work. Now, there is, I got an email that just came in and said, is it worth doing a ceramic coating on a seven-year-old car? Absolutely. We had uh, this year, we've had a lot of uh, older cars come in. We get a lot of classics coming in. But even daily drivers, we get uh, customers coming in. Like we had um, 
I think it was a S4. Uh, a customer called in last week was a 2015 mm-hmm. S4, um, and he wanted to do some work. So we offer, like, we'll do the paint correction. We do touch-up on any minor stone chips and stuff on the front. Um, and then we go ahead and do the coatings and stuff from there. Now, we've had a really hot summer, um, you know, tons of sun. The other issue, of course, is windows. You guys do tinting as well, correct? Absolutely, and we have high-performance ceramic coat or ceramic tints and stuff. Um, I was actually just looking at a, uh, a post this morning online, and a customer had two of the identical, uh, like, spec Teslas, uh, which are basically a big fishbowl. And uh, one of them had the ceramic tint, and one of them had regular tint. And there was actually a 30-degree temperature difference when they were sitting in the sun. Wow, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. Well, and you've also got that tint which turns darker when the sun is out and lighter when it's nighttime? Yeah, so people who, who have uh, concerns about, you know, going with a darker tint um, in the daytime, it, it's fine, you know, because there's tons of sun coming in, um, but they're worried about visibility at night. They might live in a high pedestrian area or something. Um, we have CoolView, which is a uh, photochromatic uh, transition tint, uh, so similar to uh, transition sunglasses. So they go dark in, in the daytime or when there's lots of sun out, and then if there's overcast or in the evenings, it'll actually lighten up, so it makes it easier to see and drive in the evening. So the next step is prescription, prescription windshields. <laughs> exactly. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Elegant Motors, uh, what's the website? Uh, elegantmotoring.ca, or you can reach us on, on uh, our phone, 647-926-AUTO or 2886. I love it. Alan, say goodbye. Yes, that sounds great. Um, the other thing is, too, now Dave will be able to tell you if, uh, you know, the legal aspect of tinting and whether uh, it should be done or not and which windows to do. Got to run. Yes. We're going to be talking to uh, Stafford Wong from Mr. Transmission. Uh, earlier in the show, we are talking about things that last a lifetime. Well, there may be a difference of opinion here. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stick around. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman, and I'm driving a 15-year-old car. But my buddy Dave got a relatively yes. new Toyota. And yeah, and I was reading the manual, and the manual says the transmission is not serviceable. Basically, you never change the oil in the transmission, and it's not supposed to lose any oil, period. Uh, but if it fails, I think the bottom line is you throw it out and you put a new one in. <laughs> well, Stafford Wong, is that something you agree with or you don't? Uh, probably not. Um, a lot of the <laughs> modern <wouldn't>. <laughs> cars nowadays come with uh, transmission fluid that is called lifetime, but it may not be the lifetime of the vehicle, more like the lifetime of the transmission. Um, you know, a lot of them will say that, but when the transmission fluid gets old, regardless of its branding, it's going to, you know, it's going to degrade and, and overheat. And, and, and unfortunately, a lot of times we misunderstand that lifetime means that the life of the vehicle and we still think between fifty to 100,000 kilometers, it's good to maybe drop the pan if there's a pan or just do some inspections on that fluid or possibly flush it because you do need special equipment. So perhaps it's a little easier if you take it to a professional. So do you feel that's the reason why they're calling it Lifetime because they don't want the, you know, uh, the backyard mechanic doing it themselves? Yeah, I, I, I absolutely think that. Um, a lot of times, it's it's a scary proposition. I have a lot of clients that come in and, and they've tried it at home, and you know, three, four, five days later, they're so frustrated that we have to tow the vehicle in because once they start the process and realize how how really difficult it is, it's uh, it's daunting. So I think that it keeps the client coming back to the manufacturer for servicing, 
but um, I still believe the fluid will degrade. You know, once that temperature gets over 200 degrees, you know, 220, 230 on a hot summer day over a prolonged period of time, it will, will start to break apart, yeah. There you go, Redinger. What do you think? Well, you know, it's it, the cars today are so complicated. I was on a video last night. If your battery goes dead on certain vehicles, you actually have to reprogram the battery even if you recharge it. So, I mean, Stafford, you've got some real issues coming up with because these transmissions are so complicated and you need special factory uh, diagnostics. Absolutely. We have vehicles that will come in. And, in fact, a lot of our locations now start really inventorying batteries because we'll get vehicles in that are not shifting and the customer will believe that the transmission has absolutely failed and they may have changed the battery. And mm-hmm. you need to reprogram the the, 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 the the electronic control module because the vehicle won't shift. And um, it's, it's, people will even sometimes not even believe me when I tell them this, but it's a fact. Yes. All so right. One of the first things we check is the battery strength when we uh, diagnose a vehicle. Yeah, exactly. You know, things change so often. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional, and uh, we ran across the same thing where we did a transmission service, and the guy came back the next day on a caravan complaining about it downshifting. And I... I, I I didn't. I wouldn't have realized that we actually created that problem. Yeah, you got to reprogram it after some of those car- caravans are uh, have the fluid replaced. Yes. Well, that's the one thing about your your shop, and of course, most other tr- Mr. Transmission locations. That if someone thinks they have a tranny issue, or even if they're not clear, you guys do a free road in- road inspection. Correct? Absolutely. We uh, our multi check, our road test and multi check service is absolutely free. Um, if there's a problem with the transmission, we'll take it for a drive to see if we can experience the symptoms bring it back, check all the external controls. And a lot of times we find that it could be uh, just an adjustment or a reflash or calibration or maybe a sensor. So it is a good idea to give us a call if you're experiencing any problems. And there's absolutely no charge for that initial multi-check service. You hear that, Dave? <laughs> I like that. Well, well, I use I use Stafford when our cars. He just finished doing our race car. Uh, we put new clutches and stuff into it, and Stafford did the work. You know, Stafford, I was going to tell you a story. We had a guy with a, a Ford complaining of a hard shift and we did everything up we just couldn't figure it out sent it to your guys and uh, they found out the alternator was putting out too much power and because the voltages were too high that's why the tranny was shifting hard so Um, it could be anything in modern cars yeah the, the the systems are so complex nowadays that everything ties into to one another i mean something like on a ford pickup truck reverse lights being staying on will affect the transmission performance believe it or not so yeah you really have to know the things to look for because it's so easy to condemn a transmission when it's really not acting up because of its own bad bad doing it's something else that's affecting it so how does i was going to say how do you guys stay up to date well a lot of our time is spent um you know uh, taking classes that are online through the, the Re- Rebuilders Associations that are available across mm-hmm. North America, you know, like the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association, ATRA. And there are a lot of videos that they produce that help us stay ahead of the game, you know, the 8, 9, 10-speed ZFs and the new, you know, 10-speed transmissions that are coming out from pretty much all the manufacturers now. A lot of these um, associations devote a lot of time through membership to produce these uh, training programs that allow us to keep growing. And you really just got to stay on top of the game by, you know, making yourself available to the new information that's out there and read and read and read. Interesting. I was just going to say about Z, you were mentioning ZFs. People don't realize that a ZF transmission is always in park. <laughs> and that when you start it up, it comes out of park hydraulically. So if the car sits and doesn't start, you can't even tow it because the wheels are locked. 
Yeah, sometimes that happens, absolutely. Right? So, I mean, it's just overly complicated. Again, as an old curmudgeon mechanic, I'm thinking, why? Why can't they just be simple items that we can all fix? And work? We need a Model T. <laughs> yeah, that would make life so much easier now, wouldn't it? I have a question, with- Stafford. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of cars now are CVT or continually variable transmissions, and, and we see the early ones certainly broke down way too early. Do you yeah. prefer that? Or do you prefer just a multi-gear transmission, like you said, a seven or eight or nine-gear one? Yeah, well, you know what? Either way, um, we, we, we are in the business, so we, we kind of like them all. Um, the CVTs have now become something of a staple in our diet, so to speak. We see so many um, different types of CVTs out there now, and we've really become, I'd say, good at uh, remedying them in a quick way as opposed to what we were going through probably four or five years ago. Um, just because we see so many of them now that we're able to to do them and, and make them work really, really well. So, you know, the, the, the ZF, the 10-speeds, they're also uh, uh, a little bit of a challenge. I think sometimes our, our, our challenge mainly relies on, uh, you know, getting parts, mm-hmm. um, especially because of COVID over the last year or so. We've really had a little bit of difficulty with, you know, certain belts and certain pulleys for the CVTs. But for the most part, either way, I'm happy with either one of them. I understand, too, in a lot of cases, the manufacturers provide rebuilds that, that you guys will buy and install, correct? Um, well, we don't, at our locations, buy rebuilds from the manufacturer. We rebuild them ourselves. And, in fact, you know, in a lot of cases, we rebuild for some of the manufacturer's uh, dealership locations. And you offer a warranty, correct? Absolutely. Uh, rebuilding transmissions, you know, the standard warranty right now is a one-year, 20,000-kilometer warranty, and that does cover parts and labor. And, you know, it covers us at any Mr. Transmission you travel to across North America, across Canada, pretty much, right? We have about 65 locations. So, you know, you're going to get peace of mind knowing that you're going to get something that's going to last. That's great. we got to run. But what's your number? Um, in Brampton, 905-459-6665. And in Barry, 705-728-3241. Oh, two stores. you got the whole province covered. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stafford, thanks for joining us. Have yourself a great weekend. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Take All care. right, Bye. well, we're going to have a drum roll, I'm hoping, or something like that, because we're going to be announcing the winner of the Triangle Tires contest. We'll be right back. You know, it may be a new name for you people, um, but apparently Triangle Tire, who is a multinational firm, has been around for 40-odd years. Dave? Yeah, actually, uh, they they are a fully automated factory, and what happens, uh, they manufacture for other manufacturers also. So you may be driving triangle tires and not even know it. Right. So we're going to ready to announce the winner of our contest, and this gentleman's name is, I forgot, <laughs> <laughs> Martin Burke. Martin Burke lives uh, up north in northern Ontario, and uh, congratulations, Martin. And we have taken the opportunity to talk to him, and he's on the line. Good morning, Martin. How are you? Good morning, Dave. How are you? You know what? My my philosophy is: any morning that you wake up is a good day, no matter what happens. <laughs> Martin's in Barry. If he looks the right way, couldn't he see you waving across the lake? Yeah, probably right. Yes, you know, he's, in, he's probably near Kempenfelt Bay, which is, uh, I think, it's the deepest part of the lake. It's uh, what 160 feet or something. So, Martin, you want four tires for your car. What are you driving? I'm driving a Dodge Grand Caravan. 
Perfect. So you have a selection of summer or winter tires. Uh, Steve will be in touch with you and he'll tell you how you can pick them up. And what we're going to do is we're going to give you a credit so that if you don't want to go to Alan's shop, which is a really nice place. Uh, I've been there many times. Or you can get put in uh, up north if you'd like. Uh, we'll, get, we'll send you a credit note and uh, that'll help cover the expenses of putting them on. Again, congratulations. Alan, you got anything to say? Congrats. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm very excited. It's very generous of you. I'm uh, really appreciative that I can use those tires. Have you decided, Perfect. have you thought about it? Do you think you want the winters or the summers? Oh, I'll definitely be getting the summers. The summers. But you do put winters on, do you not? I do. Even though you know how to drive? <laughs> <laughs> how, how often have we heard that, eh, Dave? Yeah, of course. I don't need snow. <laughs> actually, in Toronto, you actually don't need them that bad because we don't get that that serious. But but up north, you certainly do. You certainly do. So the reality is, um, uh, these are actually phenomenal tires. We have them on one of our cars, and uh, they really do work well. So yeah, congratulations again. And now you have to enter the next contest, which is a CAA Plus membership, which is their premium membership. Uh, you can re-enter, and uh, you never know. You might get lightning can strike twice. <laughs> Good. I shall do that. All right, Martin, thanks for joining us. Have yourself a great weekend and drive safe and enjoy your new tires. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you for entering. Actually, this is one of our biggest uh, population uh, entry form that we've gotten so far. And uh, I really want to thank the listeners for stepping up and entering. Um, please, the whole summer, we're going to be giving away stuff. Uh, that Right now, we're giving away a CAA Plus membership. Uh, our next contest, we're going to give away gasoline. And uh, we'll figure something else up. Maybe a date with Alan or something. Maybe our friends <laughs> at Haggerty will help, too, you know, if you've got a classic car because the summer is when everybody takes their classic cars and boats especially if you live yes. in Barrie out onto yeah. the water you want to make sure you have good coverage and Haggerty's got the best product at the best price hey I passed my boating license I got a boating license now oh but oh by the way because of your <clears throat> age you don't need a fishing license eh I didn't know that. There That's interesting. <laughs> but I got a boating license. It's an exam. It takes four hours of, of time on the computer, and then you can write the exam. And then my son figured out it's open book. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> but it was good. And uh, so now next season we're going to get a boat, and then we'll go fishing. So do you know the difference between the, the left and right? Uh, port or starboard. Do you know um, what was what's it called? Posh? Uh, the word posh? posh? No, what yes. is posh? Posh is port side out, starboard side home. You thought starboard was where you got went to get a good coffee. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we had a great show. Um, I think it was fascinating talking with Carrie about the uh, new finds. The finds are of three to ten years. Oh, sorry, yeah, up up to ten years of, of of license restriction. I mean, that's serious stuff. Or lifetime restriction if you get caught three or four times. I mean, you're serious stuff. <laughs> you ought to listen. But I think after getting busted three or four times, they should throw the book at you. I want to thank Stafford serious. Wong for Mr. Transmission. Uh, yep. Even though you're tranny or... Anything on your car says lifetime, it means that particular lifetime. So you want to make sure that you do take it in and get it, uh, get it serviced. And David yeah, Tate, people of course, don't realize. Yeah. I want to yeah, thank David know, Tate of Elegant Motoring. Dave? I was going to say, people don't realize how important servicing your car is because little problems become big problems. 
so you know, get it in, get a, te- a, a technician under the car to make sure it looks okay. Don't forget to put the drain plug back in the boat after you've drained it, eh? That's happened. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining in, and have yourself a great week. Drive safe wherever you're off to. And uh, Dave, say goodbye. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. See you next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.